Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, Worlds Collide. Today we'll be covering the topics of entertainment, the entertainment from my dad's point of view, old 90s kind of stuff, and entertainments from my 14-year-old point of view, like just new movies, some cool stuff. Is that, is that entertainment, Jason, from the 2020s? Definitely. 2020, 2015, like Bolt. Bolt. When did Bolt come out? Bolt the super dog. Bolt was an awesome movie. You loved Bolt when you were little. That was a great movie. Not really. It was awful. What? Yes. Came out in 2008, though, because I beat you to the Google. So back in the day, um, if we're talking about entertainment, somebody would be like, when did a movie come out? And then everybody would argue um, at school at like the lunch table. And the next day, somebody would have to come back (laughs) with like the sleeve of the movie or the sleeve of the cassette to go, hey, this is when this came out because there was no Google. (laughs) There wasn't anything. We argue over like when a TV show came out or when a movie come out. We'll just, just pull out our phones in the cafeteria, look it up. So you can have your phones in school? No, but if the teachers don't catch us, they don't know. (laughs) So it's not bad if you don't get caught. Not at all. That's good that that hasn't changed. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to talk about some just entertainment differences from from my world, which was, uh, you know, I was born in the 70s, psych, kind of. I was born in the 70s, but really late 70s. So I grew up in the 80s and 90s. And, you know, for me, my formidable years uh, of consuming entertainment is the late 80s, early 90s, which is probably the best time for television and movies that has ever existed in humanity. Pretty old. I mean, I bet I bet their farts can move a window on an old Dutch painting. <laughs> well, the great thing about it is um, the, the, the genre of movies that I grew up watching really set the tone for what you guys get to watch today. So there's a lot of... Um, uh, greatness designed around the breaking of the newness, the newness, the, you know, so if you look at the late seventies, um, when they made star Wars, they did some green screen stuff. And it was some of the first times they'd ever done green screen stuff. So in the early nineties, they really began to play with Pixar really came out with toy story. And that was just revolutionary and Shrek kind of around the same time. You know, the matrix come out, which did things that we had never seen before. And I just remember the matrix being the coolest thing that ever happened to me as a, as a, as a kid watching TV and going to the movies and, and seeing it. Um, so how do you, Jason, you can, you can tell me this is safe space. Nobody's here with us. Um, do you pirate movies today? Pirating movies. Can you tell me what that means? (laughs) (laughs) Do you get on and illegally stream movies today? There was no being able to watch a movie before it came out into the movie theaters. That wasn't a thing. But so the first time that I watched The Lion King, um, which again, big movie, not the really bad one with the real animals. Not That's not what I'm talking about. No, I'm talking well, about the, no that one isn't good at all. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> we agree on this one. Yeah. And so when I go back and I think, man, the first time I watched The Lion King, you know, um, I was actually sitting in my living room because a friend of mine had brought over a VHS tape. Somebody had went to the movie theater, held a camcorder, recorded it. So I watched it while the guy's arm was shaking. We could hear the kids crying. People walked in front of us getting popcorn while sitting in my living room. Um, it's kind of special. That was kind of neat. Um, special. Special. So, you know, you could see the people sitting around you on the VHS recording of the movie theater in the screen. No. <laughs> That was pirating back in the day. And now pirating today. 
the when I had watched Venom when it was like the early release when like everybody who paid like VIP tickets could go see it. Some guy set up his phone on a prop stand with a mic on it. So it was like an actual like camera co- recording type thing. You know, so one of the one of the greatest things, and I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've seen the meme that talks about, you know, my kids will never know the the, the heart pounding theory of um, commercial break. You got to run, use the bathroom, grab your snack, jump over the couch and land on the couch before the commercial breaks over. There's just the thrill of not missing anything. Um, you know, Jason, you're never going to get to experience that, are you? Why can't you just the spinny tape in the middle? You can just stick a pencil in it. It'll stop. What spinny tape in the middle? The VHS. No, this was live TV. Live TV? They could broadcast way back then? <laughs> yes, they could. So um, you couldn't pause live TV. So if you had to watch a football game, you had to be there in the moment to watch it. You couldn't go to church, record it, and come back and watch it later. How many old dudes skip church every Sunday? There was a lot. Sunday was a big deal. And then especially like... Um, during the uh, uh, playoffs of the football uh, season, you would see a lot of guys wouldn't come to church on Sunday nights or they would leave early on Sunday mornings because the game started at noon. So they were out. They were going to go watch the football game. No more Jesus. Oh, dang. Jesus just straight out the window. Just gone. Football is all that matters to them. But their wives may have still been at church, so they couldn't have their, their chicken wings cooked for them. <laughs> because, you know, you couldn't go to Publix and just get a, a bag of chicken wings. I don't remember um, the grocery store having chicken wings either. Speaking of things that are convenient now, um, you had to go to a restaurant and get that. I don't remember um, Kroger selling chicken wings back in the day, but I could have missed that. Could have missed a lot living in the Stone Hut. <laughs> At least we had electricity. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have a black and white TV. That would be my dad have a black and white TV. So you're a little bit before. Now, the Saturday morning uh, TV shows like Tom and Jerry. Yes. Those are like, those kind of kid TV shows come on pretty late at night. Like the SpongeBob Marathon from 8 to 1 in the morning. Yeah, so no, there was Saturday morning cartoons, Jason. That was the the few time that cartoons actually came on, and so it was a big deal to get up in the morning, grab your you know your Lucky Charms, um, make a bowl of cereal. You had to get in there though because your Lucky Charms had a little toy in it, so you had to get in there and get the toy out because you had to have something to do, um, and uh, catch your Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, you have Camp Candy that came on. You have Scooby Doo that came on. Uh, you got a lot of good old school cartoons, but at noon. It was done. They were off. It was over. No more cartoons. I bet they left the toys in there because it was so old back then. You guys had nothing to do. So they left toys to, to help the children stay busy. Yeah, we were old and poor. So that was the only way that we had toys. But there was definitely no Nickelodeon. There was definitely no Cartoon Network. There wasn't. We didn't have those luxuries. of Luxury. On-demand cartoon. So yeah, obviously we have Netflix. And so Jason actually, we were talking about this as we were preparing for the show. Jason didn't realize that Netflix, when it got started, it wasn't a streaming service. They mailed you a DVD. You then played the DVD. And then once you got done watching the show, you sent it back. So it's something new that you learned. Did they mail those DVDs with the milk curtains? No, it's not that far back. There was no on-demand, Jason. There was. We had to wait. We, and it made it that much more special. 
that's what you kids miss today is the specialness of the thrill of waiting. The thrill of waiting to watch a TV show that. Well, so that's that's something that did happen with Netflix when you signed up. You had to pay, and there was different packages for how many movies you could have at one time. And your dad is super cheap, so we only ever got the one movie at a time. And everybody always wanted the big popular movie, so we never got it. We always got the whatever came in the mail, the fifteenth option on the pa- on the on the page, and we didn't really ever like it, but we still watched it. Yeah, earlier you were talking about how you your guys' movies revolutionized our movies today. That, that kind of brings me to the thought of Endgame, the, the big Avengers trilogy. The, that, those were a pretty big deal because they, they're just so big and so grand. That, that, I think that that would describe a 2000s movie, 2010, 2020. Just the big thrill of a movie with big, deep characters and then having amazing animation and amazing actors. So... I think with the, the 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 early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s movies, there wasn't that that much of a of a of a you know anim, animation wasn't there. So with Endgame, which I really enjoyed that movie, there was so much more that they could do in that movie versus maybe what was what happened in you know earlier. But if you take a movie like The Dark Crystal, um, which Jason doesn't necessarily like that much. There's a lot more character development. There's a lot more understanding who those characters are in a short amount of time without the um, um, computer animation piece. And if you take a movie like The Dark Crystal, that's puppeteers. And so you have puppets that are really, you know, guys that are running those puppets and they're making sure that everything is, is moving correctly. And I think that that added a layer of realism that you miss out on sometimes when I compare the two genres of like an in-game movie that looks really cool, but when there's so much going on, you kind of get lost in what's going on and it can look fake at times. Whereas if you go back to, you know, a movie like the dark crystal, which I watched all the time as a kid, we were watching that movie probably a couple weeks ago. Dad could probably quote every single line in that entire movie. That movie is fantastic, but it began to be more real. And I, if you watch it now versus watching, you know, if we watched uh, with Landon, we watched Landon's one of my other kids. We watched uh, the first Iron Man. And as technology has gotten better, watching some of those really animated movies, you can see the animation in the movies where when you watch The Dark Crystal, you don't have it because it's real. It's actual. But still, Endgame can be what it is. But still, some of the highest grossing movies doesn't come from there. You know, Titanic, which had some animation in it. Avatar, which Av- had some that movie of animation was in it. awful though. I thought that it, I thought that it had a really, really high grossing. It did have a really high grossing, and it was really neat to see. But the movie was awful. Have you not watched it? You've not watched Avatar. No, I've watched it two or three times. Can't ever make it to the end because <laughs> it's awful. I just like to watch the blue people in the floating mountains, <laughs> which was great at Disney, right? Great. Oh my gosh, being at Disney World with those floating mountains were so cool. That was that now that was impressive. So that's a good thing that's come out of your guys' generation is we have made things a little better. Excitement in my time was sitting on a roller coaster and going. You don't have to do that now. You can do it um a lot of different ways to just stimulate the mind, which is awesome. Um 
So some of the other things that we were talking about as we were working on this, uh, and this was something that happened at my house. I did see it at some of my friends' house, but you know, I got to give kudos to my dad who is next level organized. Um, he has not met anything that he can't organize. So with these VHS tapes, which you're familiar with, um, and so what we would do is we would go to these places called movie stores. Movie stores. Yeah, like Blockbuster, Hollywood Video. If you remember from Captain Marvel, she lands in a Blockbuster. You remember that, you know? Yeah, and with, so, with all the, the old DVDs just yes, sitting there. sitting there. And so we would go rent these movies that were VHS. This was before they were DVD. We would rent them, and we had two VHS players. And so this is how we pirated stuff back in the late 80s. VHS goes in one, your blank VHS goes in the other one, and you record the movie as you watch it. So the great thing that my dad did, because he's so incredibly organized, was um, he recorded all these movies. We had 169 VHS tapes. Each of them had three movies on them, and they were all cataloged in a little green binder. And so if we wanted to watch a movie, we would go to the green binder, much like you go to Netflix today and scroll through what you want to see. We would flip through it and then we would go, oh, let's watch this movie. So we would pull the VHS tape out, take it to the VHS player, put it in. The cool thing that my dad did also was on the VHS tape because you had to fast forward it. You couldn't just select where you wanted to go. It would tell you how long you had to go to fast forward it. So an hour and a half, two and a half hours, depending on what movie you wanted to watch. So you had to sit there and fast forward and you got to watch a movie. This is like a 30 minute process to get ready to watch something. That That's that's almost, almost longer than it takes you to pick a movie on Netflix. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I bet, I bet that Papa is more organized than, than Netflix. I would put dad up against um, a lot of things that are, are, are organized. Um, and I think that he could, he could probably demolish the organization that's there. Definitely. I could sign on to Netflix and it'd be the, the first thing recommended that would pop up for me would be like the 100 or Ozark. And the only thing that I really want to watch on Netflix is Avatar The Last Airbender. Now Disney Plus has to be one of the best organized entertainment hubs out there. Disney Plus is a whole nother world of uh um you know uh, technology and entertainment so again back in my world disney would come out and release a movie jason then it would go on the vault the vault the vault so if you didn't own it when it came out if you didn't buy it when it came out and they put it back in the vault sorry for your luck you need to borrow it from somewhere else because they didn't sell it anymore oh that that kind of sucks like we have Disney Plus, so I don't have to, to get it from the vault to watch Hamilton when it comes out on Disney Plus. That would be that would be very very true. Were were Pixar movies still so sad when when you were a kid? Well, see, the thing with that is, is there was no Pixar movies when I was a kid. Dang, life without that little lamp that would go on jump on that poor little egg. Life without it, I don't think Pixar. Without looking it up, I don't think Pixar came out until 95, which means I was older than you are now. That's like no up, nothing to make you make you be like, man, my life sucks. So that's it for our podcast, Worlds Collide. We will publish a new episode every other Wednesday. If you've made it this far, please consider liking and subscribing. See you next time.